Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the 18th day of April. We got the NBA playoffs going on. We got a fight coming up. We have Pac-Man Jones, bad behavior stories. Yep, it's another normal day in the sports world, NBA coaches going off, uh, having some issues, and, uh, hey, that's what makes life interesting this time of year, doesn't it? Hey, it's never my fault I lose. It's somebody else's. That's the mantra that we have these days. Uh, Speaking of somebody that never loses, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. You'll see him on US-165. It's not free pet care, but it's the best pet care. Best pet care. Did I say free pet care? Uh, No. Well, I think you said best. Yeah, Yeah, best pet care. But we're thinking, you know, in this day and age, age of entitlement, free veterinarian care. Yeah. Uh, No, we can't do that to Dr. Weber. Yeah, we can't do that. He has to, uh, unfortunately, uh, Fido costs a little bit bit of money to keep up, but they're well worth it, and uh, he's, uh, you can't get any better. US-165? North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. John Tabor, top of the morning to you, sir. What's up, fellas? Nah, not much. You watched a little NBA action last night, or were you uh, engrossed in uh, in other riveting television? I watched a little of it. Kind of flipped back and forth between that and Monday Night Raw. I knew it. I forgot it was Monday night. Yes, that's a big big night in the Fox family as well. Huh? He'll, he'll sit in front of that TV for two and a half. And he, got, he does the same thing John does, slips back and forth between the You NBA. need the picture and the picture. They still have that? Uh, when you watch both at the same time? I think they do. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. But he's got whatever he's got. It's this it's, it's, it's astronomically large television. So. I, I am not uh, that correct. Hey, we're, we're going to get into some stuff this morning, Jamie. I've been looking forward to this. I, I appreciate it. By the way, we're going to do the link you sent me. I, I looked at that about 430 this morning. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, I first want to get into, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Is it doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? Yes, that is the definition. I mean, is that definition of insanity? Yes. All right. Well, our friend Adam, not to be confused with Pac-Man, he's not Pac-Man anymore, Jones. You know, he's had issues. Can you say he's had a checkered career? Would that be a fair statement, Jamie? That that would be a fair statement. Uh, Between making it rain, he just lost a multi-million dollar suit where he was found uh, criminally negligent. Uh, with a guy that was paralyzed in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, he's had some issues uh, going back to the Dallas Cowboys. When when Jerry Jones, this is when I did not like the Dallas Cowboys, when Jerry Jones brought in Adam Pac-Man Jones, incredible talent, very, very talented player, obviously. And he's still in the league. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys owner hired bodyguards 24-7, 365, to keep Adam Pac-Man Jones 
out of his own way. In addition to his contract. In addition to his contract. So, which was pretty substantial. Which is pretty well. substantial. At any rate, uh, Adam went to a New Year's Eve party one night, tried to get into a fight with a couple of patrons there. Uh, his bodyguards did a great job getting him out of that situation. They took him to the hotel bathroom to sort of calm down a little bit. Adam didn't calm down. By gosh, if he couldn't fight the people there, he would fight his own bodyguards. So he gets into a fight with his bodyguards, and uh, I think two days later, Jerry Jones cuts him because he's an idiot. Um, At any rate, he was uh, jailed in January, um, entered an alcohol treatment program, entered an anger management program this offseason. Oh, by the way, he he was arrested on harassment. Uh, with a bodily substance, assault, and obstructing official business in disorderly conduct. This is uh, from a felony charge that stemmed from an incident, and when police say he spit on the hand of a nurse at the Cincinnati jail. Uh, he was also caught on camera cursing at police and telling the police officer, "I and I'm quoting here, I hope you die tomorrow. Not today, but tomorrow. Uh, anyway, Cincinnati ended up on the charge. And uh, said that Jones uh, going to anger management was a big uh, part of that deal. At any rate, uh, Adam Jones spoke to the media yesterday, Jamie, for the first time since all these issues are going on. By the way, he's... Uh, how blessed they were. How blessed the, the media was. He is uh, for your, playing for your Cincinnati Bengals again. And remember, uh, what was it, two years ago in the meltdown against the Steelers? Yep. Uh, Adam Jones, a very key, integral figure in the... Uh, Take victory for or take defeat for the jaws of victory yep. uh, for your Cincinnati Bengals. At any rate, um, one of the first questions dropped yesterday to Adam Jones is you predictably would think it's going to be about your arrest and how you're progressing and, you know, interesting things. Something like uplifting, that. but uh, not when it comes to Adam. Yeah, uh, Joe Dieters. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, who is this guy? Uh, Don't even say who he was. Uh, There's a reporter that said, look, I know, Adam, you said you were thankful for the organization, talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Is there anything you have to show to fans, you have to prove to fans, for them to welcome you back, since there were a lot of people upset with the way things went down in the offseason for you? Legitimate question. Let let me interpret that in only the way that we can here on, uh, on the edge. Hey, Adam. What are you going to do to the fans to prove that you're not a big a screw-up as we think you are? Exactly. Yeah, is that a pretty good interpretation? I think that you handle that very deftly, yes. And Adam Jones says, didn't I just tell you don't ask me that? The way press conferences work, to my knowledge, is people ask you questions and you answer them. And you respond. Uh, unless you're a certain candidate, you don't get those questions ahead of time. Uh, Adam Jones said, hey, didn't you just – don't tell you didn't – don't ask me that. Turn around. Go back that way. See you. Bye-bye. Adam Jones then walked away declaring the reporter, now this is this is severe, Jamie, he was not allowed to ask him any more questions for the rest of the year. You know, here's, here's we've talked about this before. Who are the bigger fools in this? You know, you got to look, I guess. I'm going with Adam Jones. Well, no, the Cincinnati Bengal management, because they're not, you know, and we have uh, Kevo Meredith here, who's a two dudes catering, he's big, uh, Big supporter of ours, and we're a big supporter of his, and he's a big supporter of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he's a uh, Bengals fan long time, and he's always complained about the, the management's not willing to spend any money in uh, investing in free agency. Uh, he's not really thrilled with a lot of their draft choices. Not really thrilled. I mean, they let Andrew Whitworth walk. 
in this offseason. Of course, granted, Andrew's, you know, up in age and the career just about over, but he signed a three-year deal, I believe, with the uh, L.A. Rams. So they'd let their two best offensive linemen go. That's kind of been a tradition. And yet they spend God knows how much money keeping Adam Pacman Jones on the roster. Well, it- so if you're a Bengals fan, you're going, wait a minute, I'm not going to put down my $75 for this idiot to watch him play. But it, it does. I mean, that's I kind of have a problem with that. Well, after Adam banned him from asking him any more questions, Pac-Man walked across the locker room to the restroom, came back out, and went after the reporter again. He uh, repeatedly cursed at the reporter and called him. Uh, he said it was a, a dumb donkey's behind question. I don't know if I can say that on the air, but you get the idea. Uh, Bengals coach Marv Lewis eventually entered the room to speak with Jones. Uh, just a few minutes later, though, earlier, Jones answered a question from the guy that he had banned for the year earlier. He answered another question. Uh, Joe Daneman is the guy, is a Fox 19 reporter. He tweeted out, I regret that I'm part of the story, but I don't regret asking the question. Uh, Apparently, you know, he wore out his welcome in Dallas. Okay? They kicked him. He was suspended for the entire 2000 season because of the Las Vegas nightclub deal. Uh, Pac-Man had to pay $12 million to the guy. In well, that incident. I guess there's another way to look at it. I mean, as long as I, he is somewhat gainfully employed by an NFL franchise, I suppose, you know, I guess that the, the key is he's not holding up banks or, or kidnapping people, I suppose, but I don't I don't put that past him. Um, this is this guy apparently has just incorrigible behavior. Let, let me let me and, tell you all you need to know about the Cincinnati Bengals. And at least the Cleveland Browns can say we're not the Bengals. Let me tell you all you need to know about the Cincinnati Bengals. Pac-Man's been on the roster since 2010, it says. He was voted team captain last year. Do you really need to know any more about the Cincinnati Bengals? And how many games did they win last year? Four? I, I don't know. Anyway, They're I inconsequential. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about, you know, you hear the term cancer in the locker room. I, and yet this this franchise names him a captain. I I don't understand it, but I guess – you know, and, and then you have to ask, okay, what happens when the when the career's over, which is coming quickly. I mean, I don't I don't think he's like coming full, right full time at a strip club. Yeah, I mean, what's it, what's he what's he going to do? I mean, and how much how much of all this money that he's probably burned? I think I can't remember the amount of money. Sometimes he was rumored to have spent at a at a strip club, but what's going to happen? I mean, this this will come to a screeching halt at some point. Jerry Jones had enough of it, and Jerry Jones is pretty darn tall. Well, that was when Jerry Jones was going through his phase of trying to rehab the entire league. Yeah, uh, Tank Johnson. I mean, all those guys. And then what was the last guy that he brought in two years ago? Uh, Greg, Greg Hardy. Yeah, Greg Hardy. Yeah. And you know, since then, I think Jerry. And all of a sudden, the Cowboys have gotten better. Hmm. Maybe there's a correlation. Maybe not. None tells us it's going to take a lot more antics from Pac-Man and the other athlete to uh, to stop for people to stop going to games. Tickets are the only things slowing down the NFL. I think advertising. It's going to be interesting to see the advertising. Um. What it's going to be this year, which goes to my point. Uh, and we've got Brandon Marshall and all these other guys out there talking about Colin Kaepernick not having a job. He's better than most of the starting quarterbacks. He's better than this. He's better. Look, if Pac-Man Jones could have a job, Colin Kaepernick could have a job if he's good enough. Well, and then I think you have to wait and see how, how all this plays out as you get closer to camps. Um, you know, at some point I think Colin Kaepernick will land with the franchise, but right now you've got – you know, the draft is right around the corner. Uh, teams want to see, you know, how that plays out. I don't know. But I, I think if if he were that good, I mean, teams would be lining up to sign him. They've also they've signed, you know, guys like Brian Hoyer and, 
and things like that. So teams are going into the process right now of, of building their depth. Uh, hell, you know, guy never caused any problems, but uh, Luke McCown just got let go by the Saints. Of course, he's 36, 37 years old, but – I mean, you know, you talk about a prototypical guy you want in your uh, locker room. Jamie, it's risk-reward. It's asset-liability. It's a very short career. Look, the, the NFL, and we can say what we want about Roger Goodell, and Lord knows we pick fun at him on this show because, number one, I don't really like him. Number two, he's an easy target. Number three, he makes $44 million a year. So, you know, we're jealous of that fact. At any rate, we're at least uh, – we admit that point. But anyway, the one thing that gets the NFL's attention is all of a sudden their revenue starts going down. Absolutely. And the Colin Kaepernick, whether uh, he was directly responsible, indirectly responsible, maybe he was just sitting on top of the mountain when it started going. But uh, the NFL revenue down last year, advertisers down, people turned it off a lot more than they have ever. And so the kneel down before the anthem, um, I, I think, was a factor on that. I thought a lot of teams wanted to distance themselves from uh, that that issue. Uh, and again, whether you're whatever side of issues you take, to me, you know that's your own business. But when you're running an NFL franchise, you know it'd be like owning a McDonald's franchise, and there's some bad publicity comes out. You know your your McChicken nuggets, uh, you know, make you grow a third arm or something. That's a pretty uh, severe deal. And so I think the NFL, uh, as much as it wants to be politically correct in a lot of ways also recognizes that a large part of its fan base, Jamie, is not. You know, the people that buy the tickets, the people that watch the commercials and drink the beer, a large percentage is not. And so I think they're trying to continue appealing to that large and diverse base and simply sidestepping a political hotbed issue like bringing Colin Kaepernick aboard, uh, I think is a pretty easy decision, honestly. It is, and I think you're seeing, you know, this blend over. I mean, uh, my goodness, Terry, the uh, the presidential election was in November, November 7th or 8th, and we're still seeing, you know, so, I mean, but you're starting to see some pushback in a different direction, um, and I think people are, are finding out. Uh, I remember, you know, the not a huge fan of his, but uh, Mike Huckabee. You know, there was a, a stance that uh, Chick-fil-A had taken that a lot of people, and what did Mike Huckabee simply said, hey, support these people and there were one of the largest revenue days for i think it was ever ever and uh so you're starting to see some pushback and you know everybody has a right to their opinion including but you know eventually people are going to vote with their pocketbook and their feet and in the nfl that's how it's happened uh advertisers pulling out things like that so yes you're entitled to your opinion but you better be ready for the blowback and it's going to happen and uh, i don't think colin kaepernick gave this a lot of thought uh, there were many different ways. Uh, you know, I think he did. I, I really do. I believe he did give it a lot of thought, Jamie. And I think had he just come out and, and spoken as opposed to the kneel down, I think people would have been fine with that. Um, you know, maybe disagreed with him, but I don't think that would have kept necessarily. Uh, you, you and I are a little bit different. I, I take mine a little bit more strangely. I don't go to certain. I don't go to certain movies where certain actors are in them. Uh, I just, I, and I know George Clooney doesn't give one tinker's damn about what I think. I was but, talking to George last but night. That's he, my, said he told me that. that. But that's my, that's my little form of protest. And, and, and you know, maybe it's, it's, it doesn't hurt him at, at all. But it's a matter of principle with me. Okay. And, uh, you I, know, some people feel that way. Obviously, I'm not the only one that feels that way. No, you're not. I, you know, we're going to continue on this. I've got a baseball story for you when we return. And uh, it is a politically charged sports baseball story. I'm really anxious to get your opinion, and uh, you guys as well. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight eight eight. 
993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. This segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, the best pet care you're going to get. It's 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Jamie and I will be back to rock your world, at least make you think, in a minute. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride, like a 17 Dodge Challenger SXT for only $23.9. A 16 Dodge Dart is only $16.9. Take 20% off 17 Journeys. A 17 Dodge Durango is only $27.9. And get a 17 Dodge Charger for only $23.9. It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Brennan Dodge, I-20 Service Road, Ruston. Sometimes the grass grows so fast it feels like you live in a jungle. Here's Richie McKinney. Tame the jungle in half the time with a Hustler Zero Turn Mower from McKinney's and Ruston. With heavy-duty welded steel decks, powerful Kohler and Kawasaki engines, Hustler stands the test of time. Prices start at just $27.99 or only $67 a month. It's 0% interest for qualified buyers. Come see us today at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, because it's a jungle out there. Jilly's Heating and Cooling has been proudly servicing our community since 1978, reviewing every finite detail to make sure each job was done correctly. Whether it's keeping you warm in the winter or cool in the summer, you can have peace of mind getting the maximum energy efficiency by the best of the Delta. Now with 0% APR 36-month financing with payment on qualifying carrier units. Turn to the experts. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your authorized carrier dealer. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain on today with a high of 82 degrees. Partly cloudy skies, 20% chance of rain tonight at low 62. Partly cloudy skies, 20% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 84 degrees. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx's segment sponsored by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby will fight for you. Get Bobby Manning on your side, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tell Bobby and company you heard about it on the edge at ESPN, folks. All right, here we go. Easter Sunday, Atlanta Braves game. Prior to the game, people do something that, I don't know, I'm 53 years old. To my knowledge, it's been done prior to me being born. Uh, I know it's certainly done these days. I've been to quite a few of the games that this happened at. Prior to the game, you have a national anthem. And uh, it's all good. Uh, the Atlanta Braves getting ready to play. They unfold or unfurl, maybe is a, is a better way to put it, 
a gigantic American flag for the playing of a national anthem prior to the game. What's the new stadium in Atlanta? Uh, SunTrust. Yeah. So this enormous, I mean, it's, I'm looking at a picture of it. It's, it's, it's big. <laughs> it's a big flag, and they do the national anthem. Um, interesting Twitter war that ensued. You know, you play the national anthem, you play the game, you go home. Pretty much that's the way it goes, right? Uh, Craig Calcaterra. Calcaterra, I'm sorry, uh, is the NBA, NBC lead baseball writer. So he gets on Twitter, and um, in the middle of the national anthem or shortly thereafter, will you keep politics out of sports, please? We like sports to be politics free. Well, <clears throat> he is very upset that the fact that the American flag, a big one, I guess a small one wouldn't have been that big a deal, but a really big American flag just rubs Craig the wrong way. Um, <clears throat> so he gets uh, engaged on Twitter. And he said, look, his, te- his my tweet was an attempt to get to the stick to sports crowd. He said pl- flag waving is a political statement. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this guy named Matt Weimar, who is, I think, a general manager of, of a AAA, a double-A, triple-A franchise, he said, uh, you know, wh- what do you mean? And so Katera said, look, the flag in and of itself isn't always political, but a two-acre flag with a military flyover is something very specific. And then uh, the other, another guy asked him, what does an American flag for an opposition party look like? Uh, aren't we all under the same flag? So it goes back and forth. Uh, another guy commented, hey, I think there was a time when love of country wasn't considered political. And a lot of people uh, would prefer to maybe go back to those times. And so it com- becomes a very um, right-wing, left-wing-centered argument. <clears throat> so I'll throw this out to you guys. It's sporting events. And, and, look, I'm not a big fan of, and I know the military has done this, and so I've got skin in the game. My oldest son is in the military. My youngest is probably going to be at some point in the not-too-distant future. So I, I do have skin in this game. And so – I did not really like the military necessarily paying for the advertisements to the NFL. I really wasn't a big fan of that. But if I'm the NFL going, you know, this is a great chance to promote what we do, or excuse me, the Army or the military. It's a great chance to promote what we do. Uh, It's a voluntary organization, the, the military. And patriots for hundreds of years have volunteered their services uh, and then you had to draft during a couple of these things. But to, to go and fight, so... Is the American flag in of itself political at a sporting event, Jamie? No. That, it's it just as, that simple, isn't it? No, it's not political. I, I just see it as as a means of, uh, I mean, throughout history, I mean, it's, it's, if you don't agree with something, you know, there, there's many, many forms of protest, but you don't spit in the eye of the military. And you don't spit in the eye of the people that, that defend our country. Um and that's what Colin, in, in my, and that's in the estimation of obviously not just myself, but a lot of people felt. And that's, I mean, some people think, Colin, and you're the opinion he thought it through. I, I don't think he saw the ramifications of it as far as that. Um, again, there's many ways to express your, you know, displeasure, uh, disagreement, um, but that wasn't one of them. And I think there's a lot of people, uh, this thing I, I don't think was really thought through. As a result, now he's looking for work. Um, I run the same risk every day, so does Terry. We, we all do. But I think at the same time, when you 
something is as revered and and there is you're starting to see the in this in, in this country now the the blowback between tradition and 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 those of us who feel tradition should be revered as opposed to those who think we're just you know full of hot air and everything evolves but it's not about your feelings it's what are facts and that's that's where i see this this course uh, discourse coming is it's not about feelings it's about what are factual tradition laden all you have to do is go into arlington cemetery to know that people died and not just arlington but you go to any veteran cemetery we have a very nice new one in in ravel um stop and think about that because you look at the world right now with north korea hmm idiot crazy man uh what we have done, and that's, you know, we've made mention many times, John Tabor's a veteran, people like that. They made a conscious decision to do this. And your son, for example, heading off to Ranger School, this is a, this is a voluntary army. There is something to me that means a whole hell of a lot more than how far Colin Kaepernick can throw a football. And that's what people have all of a sudden come to the realization of. It is just sport. It's not life and death. Uh, when life and death is, and, li- and things that matter like life and death and our veterans who have lost limbs and lost lives, that matters. And people have realized I can effect the way the NFL, and, and, and you think about the money that the NFL has, and all of a sudden there's been this surge of, or actually abdication of watching the product. Guess what? It got their attention. How many people do you personally know? I'm going to throw this out to our listeners as well. I've got a couple of texts to read. But I'm going to throw this out to you guys, 888-993-7762. Just off the NFL, how many people do you personally know that stopped watching the NFL last year? And for whatever reason, they, they don't like the players, they didn't like the Kaepernick deal, the, the games were too long, uh, you got something better to do with your, your Sunday afternoon. I know quite a few people Did that you? tell me that I, I just don't watch it anymore. I, and, you know, and, and maybe this is a culmination of that. Here's the here's the thing about it, <clears throat> and, I, and I believe this with the media. I think, you know, and you can't write an article or do a sports show or, or do anything without your personal feelings becoming involved because that's what we do. I'm giving you opinion right now. You can agree. You can disagree. We're paid uh, – very low money to give you opinions and in doing that but you have to look at both sides of issues you can't just you know this is an opinion driven show but yet when the baseball writer writes about well we don't want to use the american flag it's too much uh it's a a political statement well is it is that really a political statement i mean i look at major league baseball football and basketball now wait a minute here's what they also do jamie if they have, uh, and you know, a big thing is the uh, the transgender, the, the gay marriage, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. They have uh, LBGT Day mm-hmm. at the baseball park. I don't see anybody protesting that, right? I mean, I, I maybe I missed it. Maybe that, somebody did. Not just the major league parks, but the minor league parks. Maybe the Westboro people. Pro, you know, who knows? They, they might have. No, but no, I, I didn't no. see a. I didn't see a cow writing anything on that one. And so. Our sports have always been extensions of who we are and what we do, and you have differing opinions. 
from the Black Power Salute in the 68 Mexico Olympics, mm-hmm. Mexico City Olympics. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't. But sports has always been able to invoke that conversation. That's where we need. We need a conversation instead of just, uh, you know, strictly dealing with this fact that you believe. Look at the other side to it. And so the, the baseball writer here is simply, hey, I just don't believe in this. It's not right. Everybody doesn't feel that way about the American flag. Uh, he got into a Twitter war with a couple people, and he cited back. This was the, the cow, the baseball writer from Fox. And he said, look, uh, for example, he showed a picture of veterans protesting in front of the VA hospital in Virginia and attached a link to it about how the VA hospital is all messed up for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And so the guy goes, man, that's shame. Uh, another Twitter guy he was engaged with, he goes, you know, the VA situation is shameful, but so the VA is messed up, we shouldn't have a flag at a baseball game? I mean, come on. But, again, everybody, and you hit it before, everybody lives with their feelings now. How do I feel about this? Uh, not, not the facts, but what's my emotion in this? And you're going to see more and more things. Look, Colin Kaepernick, I think he'll work before the year's out. I think Tony Romo's going to work before the year's out. But the fact is, these owners are not stupid individuals. They see the issue that bringing a Colin Kaepernick, it's like Tim Tebow. It, 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 there's some similarities there. Yeah. Uh, it, as much as Tim Tebow is loved and revered by a, a, a segment of the population, another population hates him. Same thing with Colin Kaepernick. And the question becomes, is it worth bringing the circus into my locker room? Because both those guys come with a circus. They both come with a circus. All right? It's just different animals and different tents. But, different different ends of the spectrum, but, but yeah. But you have a circus. Sure. And so what's my what's my primary goal? My primary goal is to make money. How do I make money? Hopefully by winning. Does this impede my ability to win and make money? Does it screw up my locker room? How are my veterans going to handle this? And, you know, Brandon Marshall and the rest of these guys can go all they want to, and they look like heroes. On the, I can't believe he doesn't have a job. Well, believe it, dude. I don't have a job in the NFL either, Jamie. Do you? I do not. Yeah. Uh, and Tim Tebow is in the minor leagues now. Yeah. Uh, still crushing in, in baseball. Home runs. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get, uh, you know, trying to find gainful employment. Uh, and he's he's gotten some gigs on uh, SEC Network and, and others. But um, there are people yeah. that hate Tim Tebow. Yeah, very, very much simply so. Simply because he's an outspoken Christian. Sure. Uh, he hasn't been in a lot of trouble. No trouble that we know of. Parents were missionary. I mean, you, you talk about a, a good guy. Uh, now, as a football player, so-so at the, at the NFL level. Yeah, but he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Well, that doesn't necessarily always work out. But it's not okay. This is what I want to try to, to, to bring together is Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick, two different ends of the spectrum, you might say. Neither one of them. can. So is there really anything going on here that's not – I would say, if you want to look at it, it's a, it's an even even split. So, yeah. Hey, folks, we got a lot of different people in the country. Got to learn to get along with people. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. We'll continue on that. Your texts are certainly welcome. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. When we return, the next segment we brought to you by our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive in Monroe. We'll be back in a minute.
working trucks, hunting trucks, playing trucks, and everyday hauling trucks. There's more of them here at Ryan Chevrolet. Over 180 trucks on the lot. Pick from the durable Silverado or the all-new Colorado. All at the number one Chevy dealer, Ryan Chevrolet, 1101 Oliver Road in Monroe. Call 318-387-2222 or visit ryanautomotive.com. Thanks for making Ryan Chevrolet the number one truck dealer in Northeast Louisiana. GM supply data for total Chevy sales. Find new roads. No need for you to worry. No need for you to fret. Coal Banker Group One. Proving to be the best. So if you want to buy or sell, put us to the test. Coal Banker Group One. in West Monroe, Ruston, or Monroe, Office 361-0300, each office independently owned and operated. Some fireworks, huh? You feel that? I guess not. Too late for him, I guess. If he'd have lived through it, he could have been down off that back hole by now, maybe thinking about a cold one after work. Too late for him. But there's still time for you. Call 811 before you dig. Wait for the site to be marked. And always, always dig with care. L.A. One Call. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. How about your choice? A brand new two- or three-bedroom home for only $29,995. Our prices won't be beat at Greg Tilly's. See our huge inventory today and save thousands at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment's brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, well, the NBA also known as the WWE with uh, basketball goals and a hoop, uh, is in full swing now. And no shortage of drama, Jamie, on these first couple games, uh, predictably so. With uh, yeah, And, you know, some, some very heartfelt moments uh, with Isaiah Thomas playing the day after his sister yeah. uh, passed away and, 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 you know, not able to win for the Celtics. But certainly going out there, you admire and appreciate that. You see that raw emotion, which is genuine. Yeah, I mean, and the Celtics did a nice tribute to her yeah. pregame, but uh, still, I'm sure that doesn't take away. I mean, how he was able to focus yeah. is incredible. And, and, you know, that's a genuine thing. Then we go to the other end of the spectrum. Uh, we talked yesterday about uh, our friend Paul George. You have a Paul George fan. You know, he had that horrific leg break uh, in uh, Team USA in the, in the pre-Olympic thing. Uh, he was out for the entire year. His tibia, I think, s- literally snapped in half and in a uh, Joe Theismann gruesome-like uh, mm-hmm. display. But anyway, he, he rehabs, comes back. They're playing uh, game one against the defending NBA champions, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Have a chance to beat Cleveland. 
they go into a 1-4 flat set with uh, Paul George, their best player, obviously, with the ball at the top. LeBron James comes and doubles him, makes him give it up. He gives the ball up to C.J. Miles, tries to get the ball back half-heartedly. Uh, he's 45 feet on the perimeter out there. C.J. Miles with no choice but to try to shoot a shot. It wasn't as bad a shot as you would think, but very makeable, semi-open 16-footer, certainly something an NBA guy can do. Uh, misses the shot. Paul George visibly upset he didn't get the ball back after the game. In the press conference, talks about, hey, I've got to have the ball in the last shot in that last in the last seconds. It's got to be me. I got complete confidence in my teammates. Uh, the underwriting thing is if they get me the ball. Well, um, this which brings to the question: clutch? Are you a clutch player or do you make the smart play? Exactly. You know. And so last night, uh, they lose again. Pacers lose again. Now, they have some combustible people on this team, Miles Turner, Turner uh, Lance Stevenson, who's always good for a few laughs. Uh, very good player, but just sort of uh, he's uh, J.R. Smith uh, of the Pacers. And so last night they lose again. Pacers lose again. Uh, Kevin Love just absolutely torches them after a defensive switch. Uh, they put Lance Stevenson on Kevin Love. Kevin Love's 6'10", and just annihilate. Kevin Love's one of the better players in the NBA. He's overshadowed on that team because you got Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. Uh, I would, I think Steph Curry would probably be overshadowed on that team. But Love is a very, very, very accomplished player, although he's lazy sometimes. Uh, so last night, Paul George in the press conference goes after his teammates when they go down 2-0. Uh, just some bizarre things. The body language has to improve. We've got to challenge more. We've got to compete. And starts going after people. So Paul George, adding to that little drama, uh, wanting to win is, is everything or, or is it? Understanding how to win is something else. Look, the Cleveland Cavaliers, whether you like them, whether you don't, they're the defending NBA champions for a reason. Uh, you know, LeBron James, they asked him about the play where Paul he doubled Paul George to get the ball out of his hands. Look, if I get doubled, I'm making a pass. I mean, it's just simple math. Uh, Paul George and a lot of people will can will talk about the NBA now as glorified AAU basketball. It's going up, no matter what. It's going up. So you see that. So they're down two zero. Uh, last night, the San Antonio Spurs playing the Memphis Grizzlies, and I know Aaron and Mintz talked about it. Um, earlier, uh, Tabor, if you could go ahead and get that clip ready on uh, David Fisdale, the uh, the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, scathing after the game. I'm, I have not heard this, to be honest. But, I heard, I, I seen the article that he had been pretty uh, vociferous, for lack of a better term, and um, he let them have it. Okay, well, go, John, go ahead and play that. I want to comment well, I on this. More free throws than our whole team. Explain it to me. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He has class, and he just plays the game. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree, and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. Take that for data. Uh, certainly uh, a fine not uh, withstanding there to uh, to David Fisdale, who I, I'm going to be honest with you, I had no idea who he was. I'd never heard of him before. I know who he is now. 
interesting stuff there. But we had no chance. Look, if you look at the box score of that game, San Antonio was like 31 out of 32 from the free throw line. Uh, The Grizzlies shot threes, a lot of them. And so common sense is if you're a three-point shooting team, you don't shoot as many free throws because you're not attacking the basket. Kawhi Leonard attacks the basket. Um, it was a very poorly officiated basketball game. You know, I don't know. The Grizzlies, uh, uh, they fell behind within, with, what, 26 points in the second quarter. They knocked it to four within uh, 10.08 of the four. So you're down 26 points. It's not like you're in that game. You cut it to four. You want to come back. Lost by 14. Uh, yeah, lost. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard attempted more free throws than the entire Memphis squad. Uh, <laughs> San Antonio, 31 out of 32 free throw line. From the free throw. Well, I mean, there's there's your difference right there. But uh, did it say how many times the, uh, the Grizzlies went to the line? Thirteen out of fifteen. Okay, two to one, two to one. Um, but again, your point. Why? Obviously, the uh, Cavaliers were creating opportunities at the basket. Uh, as you said, trying to win it. I mean, I, I don't think anybody can successfully win f- with a strictly perimeter game. Well, and and this and that's the case apparently with the Grizzlies. I mean, how many did they threes did they put up? Uh, I think it was over a third of their shots, almost a fourth of their shots. Yeah, and you wonder why, you know. And, and so there's going to be at, at this point, and, and to the Spurs' credit, I mean, they drained what they had, thirty-one out of thirty-two, and the Grizzlies made the most of their opportunities, although there were fewer. But again, what creates those opportunities? Driving to the basket, you know, driving driving dish. Uh, why doesn't you know? It, it, what's, there's nothing that says that why, why can't you as a coach come up with some some way to perhaps open up the lane a little bit more, create more opportunities? Um, and, look, if you're Fisdale, I, I get what he's doing because it's something that Phil Jackson has done. Right. It's something that Popovich is certainly no stranger to. Uh, Tyron Liu, to a lesser extent, has done it. And that is throwing – you change the narrative of the game. So now you're making your guys angry when they're going back to uh, to play in Memphis, mm-hmm. and you're trying to steal that game. You're trying to change that momentum, or just make the officials or your guys think about something a little bit different. And, and, and that's the that's the again that's a Phil Jackson that's a Van Gundy technique. Uh, uh, you know, Fisdale is lesser known. He was a former, I think, his assistant. Uh, thanks, Chuck, former assistant with the Heat when mm-hmm. LeBron was there. And so, understanding that. I think he's trying to change the narrative, but again, uh, he's upset. Was it fall upset? I, you know, I can't tell you that. But here was the interesting thing. Let's play sports media guy for a second. Uh, and this is Fizdale talking. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He's got class and he just plays the game. So are, are we insinuating that maybe Kawhi Leonard doesn't have class? Or and that's sports media guy talking there. I don't think so. But Mike Conley is not a demonstrative. Uh, slam the ball on the floor, go crazy type of guy. He just plays. He's a throwback guy. And I, I really like Mike Conley. Uh, he goes, I know Popovich has got a pedigree, and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. My guess is they get swept. And obviously maybe he's trying to trying to defend some deficiencies he may have as a coach. I mean, in other words, how does Popovich, you know, obviously, you know, they've won some series. If you look historical, and I'm not a Popovich fan, but – you see what he's been able to do, how he's been able to assemble. It's the New England Patriots of the NBA. There you go. I mean, seriously, it's it's he's Bill Belichick of the NBA. Those two are the same person. Uh, 
And, and I will say this for Fisdale. I, I think he does have one point, and I think it's a really good one. I think if you do have a pedigree as a team or a coach or a player, you do get the benefit of the doubt. Now, the officials will tell you they don't, but I really think you do. You know, if you're a really good pitcher, you're going to get the benefit of a little bit better strike zone than the rookie they just called up from uh, Rochester. Well, it, you know, there's a lot of history behind that too, Terry, and that you'll see that you not only – I think you'll see a little bit of that even in college football. Oh, absolutely. You know, who gets those uh, – you know, who goes, who's going to get the calls late? You know, sometimes it does come down to pedigree. Let's be honest about it. I think that's uh, – I think, you know, there's the league itself, the NCAA. This is all about protecting their, you know, something – if you look at the NCAA, for example, uh, you don't think they were thrilled that, uh, you know, you look at North Carolina – you don't think they were thrilled they didn't win that national championship with all the, the money that comes with it? If you're a Kentucky, the only only ones that probably would have been happier is if, if Kentucky had won or somebody like that. I think it's designed. I think the NCAAs uh, would, would be an absolute disaster in their mind is if Xavier, Butler, Rhode Island, and maybe George Mason made the Memphis, Final Four. Memphis back in the day with Calipari. Yeah, oh, they were, they were, they were sick. I watched that show last night. Yeah. Pretty good. 30 for 30, yeah, we'll talk about that. We're going to take our last break. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Novell. Hey, you got Mother's Day coming up. you got graduations. you got birthdays. you got anniversaries. Whatever it is you need, pamper the special people in your life. Treat them to a Spa Novell gift certificate. Tell them you heard about it on the edge at ESPN. Spa Novell, Lamy Lane and Monroe, 318-807-1060, 807-1060. Go check out Spa Novell. Again, tell them you heard about it on ESPN. Back in a minute. Remember how hot the inside of your car got last year? Well, before Louisiana Summer cooks your car this year, bring your ride to Magic Glass and Tint in West Monroe. Window tinting keeps your car cooler and protects the interior from harmful UV rays. Professional service, affordable prices, and they'll even give you an extra 10% discount if you tell them you heard their ad on ESPN Radio. Don't lose your cool this summer. Come to Magic Glass and Tint, 1515 Cypress Street in West Monroe. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride. Like a 17 Jeep Cherokee Sport for only $19.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited for only $34.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland is $5,000 off MSRP, 17 Jeep Renegade is only $18.9, and 16 Wranglers are $4,000 off MSRP. It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Brennan Dodge, I-20 Service Road, Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org 
or call 1-800-345-6644. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx closing down the Edge today. On the 18th day, Tuesday of April. Have you paid your taxes? 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 I'll file an extension. <laughs> Please. I'm going to have the cup. I'm going to have a cup out front in front of the studio when we get through today. You people are welcome to drop by some coins. As in if it. you haven't paid Louisiana State University half oh. of your income. Now you're. Now the IRS is saying. Yeah, I'm going to federal prison, but i got to make sure the LSU payments get made. Good God. I can't imagine right now having to pay for a kid going to college. I just, and, and you know, hey, I don't I don't know what you. Is this where you're going to make me feel better? No, I'm trying to. I keep waiting for it. Like, what, what wisdom are you going to have that's going to help me here? I, I don't know. I mean, you need to, obviously, uh. You know, new dancing is out, so that's 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 a way to make you know that that's out of it. Those days are past. You yeah, for me, yeah, that's that's. Know, <laughs> I mean, that's really done for both of us. Actually, those days are over. Um, but I do think that um, you know this is a this is this is one of the saddest days, in, you know, for a lot of people. But uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't know I was wealthy until the federal government told me I was, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way today. Tax shelter. I need one. Well, maybe we need tent to. We're living under. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can adapt uh, Pac-Man Jones. Who knows? Well, crazy stuff here. Uh, uh, you know, we've had a bunch of texts. I want to read a couple of them. Uh, we were talking earlier about the baseball guy, the the Fox lead writer that just uh, eviscerated the use of the American mm-hmm. flag, and said keep sports uh, or keep politics out of sports. And <laughs> and Ted texts in. He goes, I wonder if he feels the same way about the New England Patriots players protesting not going to the White House to meet with the president. Yeah, there are about six of them that chose not to do that. And that's that. their option. You know, look, that's fine. Uh, Tom Brady did not go. He had a scheduling con- conflict. Uh, I think it was President Obama's first term, maybe, or, or whatever. And I'm fine with all that. Don't go. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's a, a credit also to Robert Kraft, the owner, because he didn't. You know, he obviously feels a lot differently than those six that chose not to go, uh, probably voted differently. Then those, which is fine. Who cares? I mean, but he's not holding against them. Well, I don't see. Uh, I don't see. Now, our Chris friend. Long chose to leave himself, but yeah. I mean, he had the right. Oh, imagine that free agency got to take advantage of a American freedom. Yep. And uh, 
Well, you know, we, we talked about Pac-Man. We talked about Tebow. We've talked about uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, Steve chimes in, T, uh, and, and I'm going to sort of uh, skip around on this one a little bit. Tim Tebow is discriminated against because of his, convic- his convictions and his faith uh, for Christ. Uh, a lot of people that protest the flag uh, advocate certain lifestyles and uh, or not a faith-based individual. Still, folks stop depending on their feelings and depend on what uh, God says. We're going to continue to have those problems. Uh, Steve, I edited that just a little bit, but I think you get the understanding of, of what Steve is saying. And I think to a big point, he's right with Tebow. I think Tebow is vilified. Uh, it's just like people with uh, with Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. With Real, Willie Robertson, that, they're people that did, they've never seen the show. They have no idea what it's about, yet they vilify them because oh. of their faith in, in, in God, in family and guns. It must be bad. So, But that again, folks, we go on emotion these days. Well, how do I feel about this? Uh, how many times have we seen coaches now in high school that are resigning or getting fired because of parents? Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents on their keyboard Twitter warriors. You see really good coaches like, you know what, this is not worth it. And what's wrong? The parents don't feel like their kid is getting the best opportunity. They don't feel uh, like they, they should, they're getting a fair deal. So what do they do? They protest in the, the spineless administrators across the country. It's an ec- epidemic, by the way, of those. Uh, yeah, what's the what's the th- saying about fair comes to town twice a year and costs you twenty bucks to get in? Yeah, I mean it's there, I mean, there's it's no just, such thing as fair anymore. You mm-hmm. see, and again, I mean we talked yesterday about Grambling. Uh, anytime you see presidential changes or athletic director changes, typically football and basketball are pretty quick to to turn over. I mean, you can and, and to that point about you know Sean Walker losing his job at Grand. I mean, the thing is, when you've put in a lot of a lot of blood, sweat, and I mean, to build a program from zero wins under APR sanctions and build it to where he, I mean, I, this is my opinion and yours as well. I think you share it with me. I think he, he, he bought himself a lot of capital, a lot of political capital to be able to say, you know, this is what I've done from point A, point B. Uh, you know, you can say the same thing, you know, perhaps about Keith Richard, uh, past year was a little bit, you know, down the toilet, but, uh, again, you look at what Grambling, that guy with, with little fanfare, with a little budget, uh, I just, I mean, Mr. President of Grambling, I, or your AD, I think you, and, and it's to this point, you, you haven't seen that position filled either. And he's saying everybody but, uh, you know, Magic Johnson's applied for the job. I, I don't know about that. It's Tyron Lua Files. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, an NBA bench coach that wants, okay, well, Whatever, um, you can say what you want, but uh, I don't the think. Brett, Jimmy talks about um, well, being a college coach is not necessarily a requirement. You hire a high school guy, and you want him to recruit within a ninety-mile radius of the campus. Uh, that's delusional, uh, in in its height. I mean, I just think it's you know, and that's the that's the guy that's going to be calling the shots. And you're going, wait a minute. I mean, I just don't under. I mean, that's that's not. Keeping up with what's going on, I mean, you look at, we talked uh, the other day, look at NBA rosters, look at college rosters. Uh, you know, I just heard coming in there, you know, maybe the top guy coming out of the NBA draft is a, a little-known guy, seven one with a wingspan of a seven forty seven. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of, uh, you know, support when, you, when you've got a guy that's worked his tail off. And, and I'm going to have, you know, that's got to be. Everybody works in college basketball and football. Yeah, they work very hard. You, you, you work very hard a lot of times for not – a lot of progress 
uh, from one year to the other. Maybe it's a third year or fourth year when you get that recruiting class. You know, I would have been anxious to see if they went 16 and 17 this year, what the progression would be this year. It's not going to be the same team. A lot of those kids are going to bail, and you're you're going back to square one. And then look, at the end of the day, sometimes you just don't get along. I've had ADs I just didn't get along with. Mm-hmm. I've had other ones that were great. But you have a lot of ADs that are jealous of their coaches. You see a lot of principals like that. You do. You see principals that used to be coaches. They they want their guys to do well, but not as well as they did. And, and it happens all over the country. Well, you got egos involved. And, Anything and, is, is, can happen. Yeah, and you have ADs like that that, uh, you know, are they part of the problem, the solution? I guess it depends on who you ask. But uh, should be interesting. The issue is here, all the players are gone. The yeah. players are gone. Everybody's signed. Uh, you'll have a bunch of guys that, that are not good enough to play Division One. They're still around. And no, no, that's not a slight on anybody. It's just the truth. And so yet you're going to have to put a team out there to compete uh, and, and against teams that are already have been recruiting for two, three years, what have you. Yeah, good luck with that. Double J, you're, you're actually right. Uh, Tim Tebow is discriminated against because his lack of ability to throw a football like a professional. Hey, absolutely. I, I think Tim Tebow, uh, I think a lot of people like him. A lot of people hate him for, for his off-the-field his, his profession of faith or, or people hate him for that or whatever. But the bottom line is, just like Colin Kaepernick, if he's good enough, he's got a job today. Well, there's a lot of talk, you know, with the NBA, excuse me, NFL draft coming up about, you know, they talk about ceilings, measurables, uh, you know, mental and physical. You know, what are their what's what is their ability to where do they project? Because that's all it is, really, if you think about it. It's, it's an ability to project. Yeah. Uh, you hear – Keep, keep in mind the NBA, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, the NFL okay. is the same guys that projected uh, and drafted Jamarcus Russell, number one. And then uh, what was the crazy guy before that? Ryan Leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning. Hmm, how'd that turn out? Uh, so, again, it's 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 a, uh, it's a very much a, a conjecture. You talk about measurable. I've, you know, I've done guys. I mean, this is the case when I, I'm sure you can speak to this about Division One, Division Two. Whatever. I mean, sometimes it's a. I'm familiar with a good friend of mine whose son played uh, at a one double A school. I guess I, I keep, I'm sorry. I just keep. Is it FCS? F, I don't FCS. Know. Yes. FCS uh, was pretty good, but he was probably an inch shorter and probably 15 pounds lighter. Uh, so instead of getting the scholarship to Vanderbilt, he got it somewhere else, and it makes a difference. Well, the the, the rules are different. I mean, uh, in, in NAI and Division Two, uh, the the academic. Uh, progress rules are different. And, Jamie, a lot of times, and you see it all the time, you see a lot of the um, the NAI, or not a lot, some NAI, especially upper level, in Division two teams that beat the Division one teams. You had better players. We beat several Division one sure. players when I was at Tech. We had be- our teams. We had better players. Our players were better. They were all Division one transfers. Mm-hmm. We beat Florida International when Isaiah Thomas was there. We had better players. We beat Southeastern Louisiana down in Hammond. We had better players. And so does it happen a lot? Not a lot, but it's not infrequent. And, again, it makes you wonder sometimes why the Division I schools schedule the games they schedule. For example, Michigan scheduling Appalachian State in football several years back. One of the worst scheduling decisions in the history of the world. Uh, And so, you know, if you're one of those guys, you don't want to play them. Uh, you absolutely don't want to play them. So, who would have saw it in Boise State years ago, or TCU, yep. which was a doormat? Mm-hmm. TCU was a doormat for years. 
Um, you, you bring in some players. You bring in some coaches on top of each other that know what they're doing. You get some uh, funding behind that program. And now let's look at their basketball. They got rid of Trent Johnson, who was an abject disaster. They bring in Jamie Dixon from uh, from yeah. Pittsburgh, who his clock was expiring up there. They, they were winning 20-something games a year, and it wasn't good enough for the people at Pittsburgh. TCU wins the NIT this year. They're getting ready to be a player in the Big 12. Are they going to be Kansas anytime soon? No, but care to guess who knocked Kansas out of the Big 12 tournament in the first round? Yeah, TCU. There you go. And so you can improve pretty quickly. Uh, speaking of improvement, we can't get better than our sponsors. If you want to sponsor uh, on our ESPN show, this one or any of them or all of them, give us a shout. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Terry Waldrop. And uh, we will be glad to talk to you about the economical way to advertise and reach tons of people. Uh, thanks to our sponsors today. Our title sponsor, as always, Dr. David Weber, North Bonner Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe. Go see him uh, over there and give him a call, 318-345-4545. GB Cooley, Mr. Bobby mm-hmm. Manning. Spinevale, you got to get out to Spinevale. Check those people out. Any gift is a great gift for Spinevale. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union and PowerWorks Gourmet mm-hmm. Pizza by Design. For my friend Jamie Fox and John Tabor, I'm Terry Waller. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Aloha, folks. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.